is up, bros? I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Uh, this week on the podcast, we have one item in 4K Spotlight that we're going to talk about. Um, and then we actually have some through the wall stuff, which we haven't had in for who knows how long. That is very true. Yeah, so we have a, a trailer for a new movie coming out, and then we got some behind-the-scenes pictures for um, a Netflix series that I'm excited about. Rose is indifferent because he hasn't finished the damn thing. So... Caleb needs to go F off. That's, that's what needs to happen. <laughs> hey, maybe uh, I didn't actually like it. Maybe that's why I didn't finish it. That's bullshit. If you gave it a chance, you would like it, you asshole. You hey, you know what? I'm just saying that not everybody has to love something that is critic that is commercially loved. Dude, you haven't even given it like an honest chance. I watched the whole season one. I liked it. I didn't love it. Just saying. That seems like bullshit. <laughs> did you really? I did actually. I should freaking quiz you. <laughs> Wow, okay, so just because I didn't fully like something, Caleb's calling me out. I'm See, calling you out because with... I don't think you gave it an honest effort. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Just, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, um, but before we begin, we're trying some new stuff. Hopefully this ends up working out. It should, but if it doesn't, just know it's our experimentation that's going wrong. So, yeah. anyway, so now that we've covered that, um, let's say we get into this week or in hey, a 4K spotlight. Ah, ah, ah. I stopped ah. myself before. Let's let's just get into this episode. No, yeah. I, no, I was gonna say you didn't. You didn't even say the headliner. The headliner. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, this week for. <laughs> <laughs> the headliner, we will be breaking down The Flash. <laughs> Jesus. And I thought I was bad. Usually I'm the one that screws up. But Yeah, fair enough. It's, like I said, it's, it's, it's an experimental week. We're trying new things, and screwing that up is a new thing. <laughs> shouldn't be, but you know what? It shouldn't be, but it's okay. it is. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. We forgive yeah. you and we love you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so, without further ado, let's say we officially get into this. Let's do that. Hello, my name is Brecker Nurse, and I want to tell you about my fun horror movie podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. On my show, I like to have fun dissecting out what makes a horror movie scary, what worked for it, what didn't, what types of fears does it play off of. Is it an allegory for any sort of message? I don't know, but let's find out. Also, I like to watch slashers. I'm a big slasher guy, so I'll watch a slasher and do a kill grade for it. I will cover the kills and I will tell you how I would grade it based on shock, method, style points, and a fourth category that is a reflection of the movie. Besides those, I'll have fun with special topic episodes, commentary tracks, interviews with guests, including some Shutter directors. So I just like to have a fun time over here. 
If any of this sounds interesting to you or you just want to come check me out, please head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere they listen to podcasts and search for Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram at Brucker Horror, where you get fun updates and some cool little posts that I do. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get to enjoy the show, and I'll see you on Instagram. Bye. All right, starting this week off with 4K Spotlight, we have one new item that we're going to talk about. So, Rose, would you like to tell everyone about this? I I love how he says that about this. I would love to. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I had I had to buy myself enough time to get everything like up. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, fair enough. Uh, so got one new release coming out this week, and um, I wouldn't say it's like huge, but it's definitely something that I want to check out because I've never seen the original Evil Dead, but I definitely checked out the remake, and I had such a good time with that one. Um, and the freaking trailers for this movie were freaking amazing, uh, with like the one, uh, scene where it's like the little girl looking through the peephole and the freaking mom has that like scary ass oh, face and she's hell, like, dude. open up in there. Like that shit Ooh. freaked me the hell out there for that shit freaked me the hell out. I was like, oh, hell to the no. Um, dude, I don't know so. what movie this trailer played before. I know it was one that I went to see for the show i forget which one though but this scared the living bejesus out of me dude i was like i just pray that rose doesn't want to break this one down (laughs) i honestly i didn't think that you would want to so that's why i didn't ask i if i would have said no if you would have tried to make me watch this in theaters i'm a little bit more open but okay, so still hesitant. <laughs> okay, so well, I mean, this is coming to Max soon. I think like next week. So say that we're kind of like scratching for a title to to review in the near future. Is this on the table? This can be on the table. <laughs> All right, hell yeah. Okay, so okay, so getting into the actual release of this, um, there is no steelbook or um. Yeah, there's no steelbook, no special edition, nothing like that, unfortunately. Um, the only thing that we're getting for this is just a bare-bones um, 4K and Blu-ray release, um, along with this, I don't know how I feel about it yet, Warner Brothers celebrating 100 years uh, thing that they're doing for every 4K release right now. Or actually, no, every release, because they're doing it for 4K and Blu-ray, um, as you as you can see on the Blu-ray. Um so yeah, they're doing the exact same thing. I think it's kind of weird. I feel it works. It works more with the 4K, just because I I like how instead of you know like the 4K Ultra HD being gray, it's either gray or white. I think it's white, like it usually is. I like that it's gold to uh, go with the 100. So it works for the 4K, but Blu-ray they didn't like change anything. They just added that. Mm. So. It's kind of bland, in my opinion. It doesn't work with the Blu-ray. But the 4K, I can look past it. It's not horrible for how it looks on 4K. Is that a permanent fixture on the cover? Uh, I'm assuming just for the rest of this year. Dude, that the, sucks. So, the rest, <laughs> so if you're uh, one of your favorite movies uh, that is owned by Warner Brothers comes out... Or, sorry. If you're looking forward to a movie that is coming out this year... 
that is that Warner Brothers is distributing, um, you're gonna hate that this is gonna most likely be on its like Blu-ray and 4K release. So I'm sure we're gonna see this on the Flash. We'll see it on Barbie. Yeah, it's that great. sucks. <laughs> I mean, we saw it on Shazam as well. So dumb. Yeah. Like you said, it, it, the the 4K works more than the Blu-ray. That's all I can say. Dude, what that should be is like a cardboard strip that's just kind of sealed in with the cover that you can like cut off. Yeah, fair enough. But I mean, that Touché. being a permanent fixture, I mean, it's cool because it's like you kind of know when you got it, but it's also a freaking eyesore, especially with like a scary cover like that. Honestly, I'm kind of amazed that because uh, Disney is doing the same thing right now. Uh, they're celebrating 100 years, and so I don't know if you've seen them. Like, have you gone to a Target recently at all, or anything like that? I have not. Okay, um, so they're releasing a lot of their like you know like classic movies. Like uh, they've done Toy Story, Coco, Up. I mean, these are all Pixar movies, but they've done like the Aristocats. Uh, freaking! I think they did Robin Hood, Encanto, Moana. You know, a bunch of um, Disney movies uh, that they're re-releasing with like specific covers that say Disney's 100th anniversary. Um, so they're doing that, but then they're also doing steelbooks of them as well, of certain ones, not all of them, uh, that they're making exclusive to Best Buy. So I appreciate that they're not doing it for every single new movie that's coming out from Disney. They're just doing it on past releases. So if you already have, so if you already have the movie when it first came out, you don't have to. It, you're not affected by it. It's only oh hey you know like either oh I never bought it so I kind of have to get the 100 anniversary or I want this different cover for an anniversary from Disney. Whereas with Warner Brothers, yeah, you're kind of stuck with it. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I guess when it comes to 100 anniversaries, point Disney or D- the balls in Disney's court because I feel that they're doing it a lot better than what Warner Brothers is doing here. Definitely seems like it. So are those the only covers for the 4K? What do you mean? Like for Evil Dead, like are those the only like that's the only cover? Yep, yeah, that that was the only poster that we ever got, so I guess that's the reason why that's the only uh cover. Lazy. <laughs> They could have gotten I don't mind super it. freaking creative with that, dude. Uh, fair enough. What are the Touché. covers called? Um, I mean, you had a fancy name for it last week, but what are the covers called that have like different pictures? Oh, uh, lenticular. Is that what it what it is? Okay, yeah, lent- yeah, lenticular cover, dude. D- so I saw the Avatar two one at Walmart. Lenticular cover. God damn, mm, I'm that actually might be the edition I go for with Avatar Ooh. two. It, yeah, dude, it looks beautiful. It's pretty. <laughs> um, yeah. So what I was was thinking with this one would have been cool if it would have just been like a black, um, like a, just a black cover with at one angle with the Evil Dead Rise dead center, and then you turn it, and then it's the freaking smiley face chick. Ooh, I like that. Right? That would have been sick. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. They should have made that a Walmart exclusive. Dude, I needed... To... Who do I talk to to design these freaking covers? 
Uh, beats me, man. <laughs> beats me. Uh, but I'll fully call admit Warner there, Brothers and be like, "Your marketing sucks." <laughs> I'll fully admit there are some when they announce some steel books. I'm just like, "Yo, dude, Caleb could have come up with such a better idea." I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Bam. Um, um, anything else for 4K? No, that's it for 4K. For brand new releases. All right. Uh, moving on over to Through the Wall. Um, we actually have a couple new announcements. So let's start with the pictures first. Um, so the images or the first images for the Netflix live action Avatar: The Last Airbender came out. And they look fantastic. It's honestly funny how uh, mad people... Well, not mad, but just, like, people are fine with this. They like how he looks. But a lot of people were... For for some reason, people were just like, the arrow looks stupid. I'm just like, that is literally ripped right right from the screen. Yeah, I know. Stupid. (laughs) Dude. Is there no pleasing you fans? Like, seriously. No joke. Like, I freaking heard people saying, like, oh, so they're not going to do anything original with it? And they're like, they did the first go-around, and everyone hated it. But, (sighs) listen, as much, like, this is freaking flawless in my eyes. Dude, I don't even really watch the show, and I would agree. Yeah, like, his suit is freaking awesome. And have you seen, like, the details on his arrows? Uh Uh-uh. So check that out. If you zoom in on his arrows, they have like little designs. Oh, arrow. Oh, okay. Like it's not just like a freaking blue freaking tattoo. (laughs) It's like it has like a pattern like in a design. It looks freaking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. Like this gets me hyped all by itself. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so freaking super pumped for this. Um, so we got the image for Aang. We got the image for... I need... For Katara. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to be like the other thing that we're talking about. But anyway, we got the image for Katara, which her outfit looks awesome. Um, I hope that water ends up looking a little bit better. Fair. She, like, cause it, it looks like she's water bending and holding like water for those of you that can't see this. But I mean, she looks great. Like, I love what they're what they did with the uh, with her her coat. Like, it looks agreed fantastic. So, I mean, I love how she looks. You know what I'm I would find funny is if after this series comes out, and just to like out of spite for like people that are just giving it sh- giving these like design shit for just how close they are to the the cartoon that M Night Shyamalan's movie just gets like a, a whole new appreciation like people like start backing it and people are just like it's a cult classic like you just you have to understand the franchise to really appreciate this movie it's like no it, it's a bad it's a bad iteration it's a bad iteration that, I that's all it is literally light something on fire <laughs> if that happens dude <laughs> i could see it happening i'm dead serious for how freaking some people are on the internet just yeah i i could totally see it there there might be a new love for m night Shyamalan's the last airbender for some people in the near future oh i'm calling God. it right now i would be furious 
I'm talking. I'm talking like it. It finally gets its deserved 4K release, 4K steelbook, the whole nine yards. Jeez. Oh, dude, don't bring that into. Don't manifest that. I will. <laughs> I will punch you in the throat. <laughs> um, the next image we got oh, is shit. of Sokka, and dude, he, this looks dope. I wish that they would have freeze framed a little on a different image because I don't know, like the with his mouth open, it like takes away from how cool the costume is for me. It's just the way that he's looking. Yeah, Sokka's an interesting character because he's supposed to be like his father and like the rest of the Water Tribe warriors have have like left, so it, he's like taken that upon himself to be like the defender of his tribe. Hmm. Okay. And well, yeah. So I mean, Sokka's going to be like he look so he looks fantastic. I'm just going to get that right out there. I love what they did, like making him look like he's in like armor, um, or just kind of like a warrior's garb. But I hope he's funny. <laughs> yeah, I I hope so too. Yeah, like that's that's gonna be the deciding factor on whether I, I like Sokka or not. Like, I need to see something with him being funny. This doesn't instill that he's going to be, but I'm not holding this image against him because he didn't get to pick this picture. <laughs> what what would you do if they completely flipped the personalities of the of the siblings? That he's the serious one, and Tana's not. That she's the funny one. Uh, I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> I'm saying that would be very bold and I honestly would I would kind of like appreciate them for doing that but I know that there would be a freaking uproar from fans of this franchise if they did that absolutely so I, I'm hoping that they keep true Um, I have no reason to believe that they're not I mean if you can't go this freaking accurate to the show and not so I'm hoping that no, they I'm just hoping that he's not too overly serious. Or if he is serious, have it kind of be the, like a comedic seriousness. Like where okay. he's trying to take things seriously, but things just kind of like happen to him. And he's like, ah, like, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And then, so the last image that we got from this um, comes from, or is of Zuko. I may have a similar issue that I had with the M Knight, and the, like this is just, like I wish he wasn't wearing the helmet. I want to see the full extent of this scar. <laughs> That's fair, um, but I mean, looking past that, that costume looks badass, dude. The costume like, is sick. Like every single costume in this set in this gallery is straight up ripped from the animated show, like to yeah. the my, minute minute detail. It's honestly insane. Yeah. So I I love the the suit that he's wearing and like it's the, and the the helmet. It like awesome. Absolutely awesome. The only thing that's making me worried is the scar not being like I mean it looks bad. It looks yeah, it a lot does. worse than it did in the M Night version. So I'm I'm kind of I'm happy about that. Yeah, okay. I just kind of hope it's like a sig- like significant like I wanted to be like basically ha- up to the top of his temples. Okay. 
So if if they do that, I'm gonna I'll be thrilled. And so like I don't know. The only like the only other issue too is watching the show or watching clips from the show, his eye seems a little bit more like I won't say swollen, but it's more like closed. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, like his other eye opens up a lot wider than this one. Like it 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 has movement to it, but it's always seems to be a little bit more shut than how this looks. Gotcha. So I'm overall costume wise, absolutely thrilled. So yeah, I it, I am beyond excited for this. Honestly. Um. So yeah, that covers everything for um for this at least. So very excited for this. Uh, the next thing that we're going to talk about is the trailer for Craven the Hunter. Did you end up watching this? Funny story, I forgot. Ah, oh, you bastard. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> literally, literally, as you uh, were go- when um, you were saying what we were going over, and then I saw the um, through the wall, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I do. I suck. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Although, honestly, I feel that I promise I will watch this. Like, honestly, after we record, I'll watch it. But I feel I wouldn't have that much to say because I hardly know anything about Craven the Hunter as a Spider-Man villain. He's one. No, no, nothing against the character. He's the like the one Spider-Man villain. Just I never really, I I, re- I never really got like I never really saw the big appeal of him. He is like he's down there for my favorite Spider-Man villains. So sorry. I think there are some storylines that may sway you. Okay. Um, like if you were to read the comics, but it's understandable. Like Craven's kind of not one of the top tier. He's kind of like. B level, C level, like he might be higher for some people because of those uh, storylines. Yeah, but I understand where you're coming from with this. Okay. Um, Thank you. Just to kind of give you a gist of what this was about. Um, okay. It shows like a flashback of him, his brother, and his father, and he his father's picking them up from a school, driving. He tells them that their mother is dead, and Craven is saying, "Oh, it's because you sent her away," and he's like, "No, it's because she was weak." And so I'm, we're kind of led to, Damn. yeah. So it's it's jacked up, and so they go on a hunting trip or like a safari, and they're out to shoot a lion, and. Craven is the one, like comes basically like face to face with this damn thing and like go like has his like has him in his sights and everything doesn't pull the trigger his father like basically abandons him and he gets like mauled by this damn lion but he fights it and somehow gets lion blood in him so I'm I hope that it's not just some regular ass lion <laughs> And he's like, oh, lion blood. And so suddenly he gets, like, st- super strength and has, like, senses of, of animals and and other crap like that. Um, but that's kind of what it seems like, where it's just some random-ass lion. He cuts the lion. It, the 
some blood gets on on his wound and suddenly he has like abilities. Okay, interesting. It, it sounds dumb and I'm hoping that it's a little bit more involved than that. <laughs> uh dude, did I ever t- I'm so, like really quickly going not going off tangent. Um but <laughs> did I ever tell you that 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 kind of like um the whole like blood going into someone else was one of the uh ideas that Dom Mancini had for how Chucky comes to life in the original child's play. I don't think you've ever told me that and that would have been really? super dumb. <laughs> Dude, it would have. The, the, the whole idea was that because apparently, like, he wanted it to be like the skin of the good guy dolls was like very fragile. So if he had played with it too hard, like the skin would break, and you'd have to go out and buy good guy band aids. And so, um, no. yeah, the, the, de- dead serious. <laughs> th- this was one of his ideas. And so one of the ideas was that um, Chucky's thumb gets cut somehow, and then Andy's also gets cut. And their bloods mix together, and that's how Chucky comes to life. Dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, I'm glad that they went the, the, the voodoo uh, direction. That was the right yeah, call. Much better route. Um, uh, but yeah, sorry. Just th- that reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, getting back to Craven. Um, he does have like enhanced senses. It does seem like he has some sort of supernatural power because his eyes um change color. Like so like they kind of glow, so he has like different types of sight. But what got me really excited for this is I mean, not only is it Aaron Taylor Johnson, which is fantastic. Um he, it's going to be rated R. And they kind of showed off how rated R it was going to be. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, like he was jumping around. He was bushwhacking all types of of people. Um, Like it shows him like running towards this car. He jumps on it, rips a door open. But it's not like rips it open. He, He like bends the top of the door down and jumps in beats everyone up. And then there's like this one guy and he like bites the dude's nose off. And then it shows, like, other things that are happening where it's, like, one guy gets hit with an axe, one guy gets speared. Like, it's it's a brutal trailer, but... Interesting. Okay. This is what should have happened with Morbius. It should have gotten a rated R treatment. Oh, yeah. I agree. And... That's the only thing that's that has me excited for this because Sony has proven that their villain movies kind of blow. True. That, that yeah, that that is very true. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited for this. Um more so than I I usually would be. So I'm actually I'm like at a 6. <laughs> 6 out of 10. I thought it was going to be higher than that. <laughs> no, like it, Maybe <laughs> like a seven. Like, at don't least. get me wrong. I'm hesitant because this is this is Sony we're talking about, and Sony freaking blows sometimes. <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, uh, Spider Verse. That that animated doesn't count. All right. In my eyes, in my eyes, animated doesn't uh, count. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Um. So anyway, that is. Basically everything we have for through the wall. Um, so, 
Unless you have anything else to say, which I doubt. <laughs> Damn. No, I don't. Well, I mean, do you have any? Like, you can watch the Craven trailer, I guess, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, without further ado, let's uh, let's get into this headliner. Let's do it. Alrighty, so like we said, this week's headliner, we will be breaking down DC's latest movie, The Flash. Um, so, for those of you that are... Oh, wait, 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 we have a... we did post a question of the week. <laughs> I am on one this week, dude. Um, Don't worry, man, I forgot to pull mine up, goddammit. Mm, I suck at yeah. shit. So, we didn't get any responses on YouTube or Instagram like we usually do. Um, so... Uh, on TikTok, we did get a few responses, and I thought we're, I was like, okay, perfect, we have 13, but I realized that a lot of those are, are ones that I made. (laughs) Uh, we, yeah, so we did get some responses, so Rose and I will go kind of just back and forth between, uh, our favorites, so, yeah, no, no particular order with this one, so, yeah. <laughs> so you want to go first? <laughs> oh, I forgot to say our que- Oh my gosh, dude. It has been a week. The question <laughs> that we asked that was in relation I'm not to laughing this- at you. I'm laughing at like the first freaking comment that I see. What? Uh I I never saw DJ's comment and I just stumbled oh. upon it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so the um the question that we asked was in relation to this movie, if you traveled back in time and met your past self, how would you prove to them that you're <clears throat> you? Like, them them from the future. Like, how would you prove that? Um, and yeah, so we did get some pretty decent responses. Some that were a little confusing, but yeah. So, Rose, you want to hit us with your first one? Uh, yes, because I'm curious, because Caleb wrote question marks uh, for the reply, but uh, Liam said, I know what you did on June 10th, 2020. Uh, what did I do on June 10th, 2020? Because even I don't know. Yeah, beats the hell out of me. Where the Dude, hell was like, I on June 10th, 2020? That's what got me with this other one from, uh, was it, King Mas- Masik? Because he, he did the same thing. He's like, I know what you did on your birthday, June tenth, twenty nineteen. I mean, first oh, off, yeah, my, so. my birthday's not in June, but yeah, no, there's like one. I feel like there's a TikTok joke that we missed out on. <laughs> yeah, but oh well. Um, yeah. So I, I I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> like now, I re- I really want to remember what I was doing. On what was what did the June tenth two thousand twenty? I like honestly, I wish that my memory was that good. I remember in two thousand and twenty, we were probably recording. <laughs> oh really? Okay, well, yeah, there it, was we on go. A, it was on a Wednesday. <laughs> well, no, I thought we recorded on Thursdays when you did were we? still living out here. Yeah, 
I could have sworn our recording days were Thursdays. It might have been Thursdays. Okay, so we uh, who knows what we were doing then. Yeah, maybe we were seeing a movie. Probably. <laughs> that That's a pretty good guess, too. <laughs> um, all right, so mine is from High or General Batman, uh, who said, Hold them at gunpoint and use mustard gas to convince myself that I'm me. <laughs> all I have to say to that is, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn. I know, it kind of seems a bit excessive. Like, I'm pretty sure you could do a lot less and <laughs> and, and still get, like, your your uh, message across, but, hey, you do you. Yeah. Um, all right, what you got? Uh, all right, I'm sorry. I have to do the one from DJ, Untrained Okay. Eye. Choke them by a dumpster, kidnap their kids, start a cult, become the mad goose wizard, never get canceled, you know, the normal stuff. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, shit. Dude. DJ, I just the... want to know, how, how, how little of sleep were you going off of when you wrote that? I'm just Dude, I'm this serious. is all stuff that Ezra's done. Oh, I get that <laughs> joke now. I forgot about that. Yeah, my bad for like a long oh, so- time. I don't know if it was like him that came up with the nickname or what. Like I don't remember the whole story behind the Mad Goose Wizard, but yeah. Oh, that's freaking hilarious! Oh, I feel like a dumbass now. Um, my bad. Yeah, DJ, you've won the freaking internet for the day because goddamn, that's hilarious. Oh, I feel. So- oh God, I feel so stupid. Yeah, I think you're fine. Um, but yeah, so that, that was freaking hilarious. Um, let's see. Uh, next we got a response from Bobby H 15, who said, I would tell my past self a secret that only I know and nobody else knows. And then just to follow up, I asked him like, so how many of those do you have on hand? And he's like, probably three. (laughs) And that's probably the, uh. The answer I'd go with too. Like I don't think there's too many things that I could tell myself to convince myself. But I mean, I've looked the same since I was like five. <laughs> That's true. Literally, the only thing that really changed about Caleb was his voice got a hell of a lot deeper and uh, fa- facial hair. <laughs> yeah. That's I think, that's I really think even with facial hair, like you can, I could tell that 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 I'm me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope. I mean, that's putting a lot of faith in younger me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That's funny. But I was... I feel like I was naive enough to quickly believe that. Like, I think if someone... (sighs) Had someone come up to 10-year-old me and been like, Hey, I'm you from the future... If they even looked remotely like me, I probably would have believed them. Honestly, same. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie here. Honestly, same. Dude, like, if he pulls I... an inhaler, if he pulls an inhaler out of his back pocket, I'm just like, "Yep, you're me." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I, I was dumb enough to like 
to buy into that real quick. I think I was always sort of convinced, like, hey, if I went back in time as an adult, like, I could be watching myself right now. <laughs> and so I'd, like, look around, see if anyone was, like, hiding behind a tree or some shit like that. And obviously never ended up working out that way, but, Damn. you know. <laughs> One day, man. One day. Yeah. So, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> yep. It is what it is. Yep. Um. So, yeah. Alright, you want to take the last one, then? Oh, shit. How did I miss the last one? Oh, there one? was... Yeah, there was one more. We didn't get too oh, many responses. I'm sorry. For whoever wrote that last one, I truly apologize. Mo commented... I'm assuming it's Mo. Uh, secrets, ID, looks, interests. Now, the question is, if I were to go up to, um, if I were to ask my, uh, my, um, wow, my, my past self, what is one, what is a, uh, what, what shrine are you going to have dedicated to a serial killer? Do you think that they would know it? Do they, do you think that they would know it was John Wayne Gacy? I and I can't believe I just straight well, up called okay, it a shrine. Like, how... It's not a shrine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um gosh, I I had a thought and you <laughs> I lost it. Sorry. Um you weren't into him at, like well, I'm uh, how how long has it been since you've been like collecting that stuff? Uh yeah, I st- uh, I think I started in like 2021, I think. Yeah. So, pr- so unless you so, like, okay, a couple of years, like if, if it's like, oh, that's me from a couple of years ago. Like, yeah, I probably would have bought that, but yeah, <laughs> like that, I think that'd be easy to be like, Hey, but I'm talking like past, past self. I'm pretty sure that would like, I, oh, I hope that would set off Baby Rose's radar. That's like, hey, maybe this I shouldn't be hanging around this guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, fair enough. Yeah, like I said, fingers crossed. But I'm pretty sure they'd be like, Dude, what? For- <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you uh, that I got another copy of um, Gacy's lawyer? I got. Gacy's lawyer to sign another copy of his book for me, and I'm honestly amazed that he actually signed it. What I wanted him to, like I, I'm, I'm honestly, I think he'll just sign whatever. <laughs> I had him sign it to Jonathan, a true Gacy enthusiast. <laughs> All right, I liked it better. <laughs> I like it better than like the first time I had him sign it. Fair enough, dude. I freaking got to get the Gacy Gazette going again because, like, I had, I have like so many ideas. Like, I have a full idea of how I want every episode to play out, full um, agenda for every single episode. I just need to actually freaking press record. God damn it! Yeah, do it. I'm sorry, it's happening, guys. I'm, I promise you, it's happening. Yeah, that's why we switched our freaking services and everything, so you could actually freaking do that, <laughs> and okay. it'd be like I'm its sorry. own entity. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. It's happening. I promise, guys. For for the for the ten listeners I got out of there, it's happening. <laughs> actually, don't even. I don't even know how many people listen to the Gacy Gazette. For every actually, all like, you that you do, a lot of people did. Really? Okay. Yeah. Whoever does, thank you. I'm sorry I've been so inconsistent about it. Yeah, but, it's actually one of our more popular series that we've done. Hell yeah! 
But getting back to the Allbros, sorry. Yeah, we'll we'll make the the whole Gacy thing what it's supposed to be. Like that sounds like so effed up saying. I know, like but a serial killer. We're whatever. gonna make we're gonna make Gacy the 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 true icon he deserves to be. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, do not I'm totally kidding. Sit, not we you. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel. Yeah, d- don't cancel Rose from the All Bros. Don't make this just the All Bro. <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. Uh, so yeah. So thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. Yes, we really thank appreciate you very it. Much. Um. Yeah. So now getting into this week's uh, headliner of our breakdown of the Flash. Um, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final Ombro's letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade. Um, it also gives us a percentage that doesn't matter as much despite how big of a deal we make about it. <laughs> um, but it is really fun to see where these movies rank. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so, yeah. So, anyway, with... um. Without further ado, if you have not seen The Flash, this is one we highly recommend you guys check out. It is yes. really good. Um, so, if you listen beyond this point and haven't seen The Flash, we are about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you. Um, in our favorite segment that we like to call Reading with Rose. Uh, so without further ado, Rose, would you like to take this? I would love to. All right. So after helping Bruce Wayne slash Batman and Diana Prince slash Wonder Woman stop a bank robbery from Al Falcone's terrorist group gone wrong in Gotham City, Barry Allen slash The Flash revisits his childhood home and remembers his youth with his parents, Nora and Henry, before Henry's wrongful imprisonment for Nora's murder. Overcome by his emotions, Barry accidentally uses the Speed Force to travel back in time to earlier in the day and informs Bruce about it. Despite Bruce's warnings that time travel can have it that sorry, despite Bruce's warnings that time travel can have unintended consequences, Barry goes back to the day of Nora's death and prevents it from happening. As Barry returns to the present, he is knocked out of the Speed Force by another speedster and ends up in an alternate 2013 where his mother is alive. He finds his past self and realizes he has arrived on the day he originally obtained his powers. Barry and his younger self go to the Central City Police Department, where Barry forces 2013 Barry to be struck by lightning in order to recreate the accident that gave him his powers. Both Barrys end up getting struck by lightning, giving the 2013 Barry his powers, but causing Barry to lose his own powers in the process. As Barry struggles to train 2013 Barry on how to properly use his powers, the two of them see a a broadcast by General Zod, who is preparing to invade Earth. The Barrys attempt to assemble the Justice League, but are unsuccessful, as in this timeline, they are unable to locate Diana, Cyborg, sorry, 
Wow, I booked, sorry, I butchered that. The Barrys attempt to assemble the Justice League, but are unsuccessful, as in this timeline they are unable to locate Diana, Victor Stone slash Cyborg, where he has not gained his abilities yet, and Arthur Curry slash Aquaman was never born. The two travel to Wayne Manor, hoping to find Batman, but instead find an alternate, older version of Bruce, who has retired from crime fighting. Bruce explains that the concept of the multiverse, revealing that using time travel to alter history not only affects events after the alteration, but before it as well, explaining why Barry notices changes to the timeline that occurred before his initial point of time travel. The two Barrys convince Bruce to help find Kal-El slash Superman. Using a backdoor connection to NASA... Within the Batcave, Barry and Bruce are able to locate a Kryptonian pod that re- that was reportedly discovered in Siberia. Upon arrival, they instead find Kal-El's cousin, Kara Zor-El slash Supergirl. After rescuing Kara from the Kara, sorry, after rescuing Kara from the facility, Barry asks Bruce to help him get his powers back by recreating the original accident. The first attempt fails and nearly kills Barry prompting Kara to fly Barry into the storm and get struck by lightning a second time, successfully reviving his powers. Kara and Bruce join the two Barrys to fight Zod's forces. During the battle with Zod, Kara learns that Zod intercepted an infant, an infant Kal-El's escape pod and killed him during a failed attempt to retrieve the Codex needed to repopulate the Kryptonian species, with Zod revealing the Codex was within Kara. The two fight, with Zod overpowering and killing Kara and obtaining the Codex from her blood while Bruce is also killed. The two Barrys travel back through time to save their companions, but are unable to change their fates. Barry realizes that they will not be able to save them, but 2013 Barry keeps trying, repeatedly traveling back through time, but always failing. As 2013 Barry travels, the, travels, the multiverse starts to collapse in in on itself. Eventually, the corrupted speedster who who originally knocked Barry out of the Speed Force returns and is revealed to be a future version of 2013 Barry, who still believes he can save his world from Zod and prevent the deaths of Bruce and Kara. He explains the casual loot paradox that led to his creation, but grows angry when Barry reveals his intention to reverse the changes to the timeline by letting Nora die. Enraged, the dark speedster attempts to kill Barry, but impales 2013 Barry, who sacrifices himself to save Barry and wipes the the dark speedster from the timeline. In the aftermath, Barry un- undoes the changes he made to the timeline and comes to terms with his mother's death. However, he makes a minor change in the past, creating new evidence in the present day that proves Henry's innocence. After returning to the present and helping an exonerate Henry, Barry is contacted by Bruce. Exonerate. Appearances- Thank you, sorry. <laughs> wow. English, what's that? Uh... As exonerate, Hen- exonerate Henry, Barry is contacted by Bruce, whose appearance has changed once again as a result of Barry's timeline change. I will say this, I'm kind of glad that they didn't spoil, like, in that description, like, what the changes were. Same here. I agree. Um, I mean, for those of you that are listening right now, we're about to, but I'm glad that the, <laughs> the Wikipedia page didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, straight up. Oh, dude, this was a great movie. It's certain. No, it really was. This God, I had so much fun with this one. This was a blast. Like most of the movies that we've we've seen, like this. Like, I love that. Like, there's a different explanation for time travel, like everywhere. Yeah, I feel here they did a great job explaining it, especially. 
they did a great job. Like it's a confusing concept, but they they made it a lot better than I was concerned that they were going to. <laughs> fair. No, that's absolutely fair. Like I don't really know um cuz uh it's clear that um they definitely based a lot of this off of the Flashpoint um comic series. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm not a huge comic book reader. Um, you know, I love comic book movies, but I really don't read a lot of comic books. So I've never read that. Um, but honestly, I feel if that's what they were going for, for the most part, I feel that they did a really good job explaining. The Flashpoint would have been a ridiculously hard story to tell. So they, like, it was, um,. They definitely did, like, the best that they could, like, the best adaptation. So, some of the differences, like, some of the main differences, I'll say, is when Barry travels back in time, saves his mom, he comes, like, back to the point in time that he's at. His mom is alive, um, but he's lost his connection to the Speed Force, and in that world that he's essentially created it is a world where instead of landing in kansas he does land in like or are talking about superman uh, instead of superman landing in kansas he does um he lands somewhere else and is picked up by the government and then they basically do exactly what they did to kara in this they lock him away in in a cell and like ne- don't expose him to sunlight um, but I mean, that's from when he's an infant. So when he's, um, actually like freed, he's just like this tiny, super frail twig of a, of a person. Um, and so like that, like that gets pretty nuts. Um, let's see. Uh, Batman is actually Thomas Wayne. Um, and so in, in that reality, um, Bruce was the one that got shot in the alleyway. And so Thomas became Batman and Martha like went into madness and became the Joker. That is freaking trippy as all hell. That's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah. Freaking nuts. Um <laughs> So yeah, that that ended up happening. Um let's see what else. Uh Aquaman is Basically the same, Wonder Woman's the same, but Atlantis and Themyscira are at war. Interesting. So that's okay. like the, the big thing, because, um, so in this, they're like competing people, um, but Aquaman and Wonder Woman are set to be married to basically join the kingdoms of Atlantis and Themyscira together. But in a fit of rage, Mara attacks Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman basically cuts her head off. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, like, and so Aquaman, being super pissed, like, it becomes like a a big old war. But it's it's wild because it's like different people on different sides of this war. And I want to say... Shazam. So instead of uh, sh- like the Shazam family being 
their own Shazam people. All seven of them have to say Shazam to turn into one Shazam. Right? Okay. So it's like it's like seven kids all merged into one. It it's it's we, it's weird. But it's, yeah, it sounds very weird. Yeah, so in that reality, like Wonder Woman like raps so it's like crazy because she's fighting against Shazam, getting her getting whooped. She wraps the like the lasso around Shazam and says, State your your name and so he's like forced to say Shazam, turns into a, into Billy and all the other kids, and Wonder Woman just slaughters them all. She, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, it's so this, so th- th- there's a movie adaptation of this. It's animated. It's on H or it's on. That's not HBO Max anymore. It's on Max. What's it called? The Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, that, oh okay. <laughs> Should have guessed that. Great movie, wow. dude. Great okay. movie. Um, how to check it out? Yeah, it's it's freaking wild. So. Yeah, it it's crazy because um like Thomas Wayne Batman like goes and like finds Martha cuz the Flash goes to Batman and Batman like helps him like regain his powers and everything and like in the midst of this all out war um Thomas like finds goes to find Martha and she's like psychopathic because she's the Joker but he like tells her like hey this reality isn't real. Our boy's still alive in this, in what reality's supposed to be. And she's just mm. like, oh, and like, kind of breaks down, starts crying, and she's like, tell me about him. And she's like, or in the Thomas is like, she, he's in the family business. And she's like, oh, he's a doctor. And she, he just gives her like this super sad look. And then she realizes that he's Batman. And it's, it, oh, dude, it's, the saddest thing. Uh, the... <laughs> Damn, man. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> all that just to say that would have been really freaking hard to pull off in this movie. <laughs> I mean, the director also directed both the chapters of it, so, you know, could have pulled it off. I mean, not impossible, but that would have been just out there. Fair. That That is fair. I can definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, so I, despite what I know of the Flashpoint story, I do think that they did a really good job sharing this, uh, telling the consequences of uh, the Flash's time travel and all that. Like, it it was fantastic. Oh, no, dude, I absolutely agree. Um, I honestly thought that I was going to get annoyed uh, with uh, 2013's Flash. Um but I honestly didn't. Um, I was kind of shocked by that. Um, you, you think that having two berries would get annoying, but no, I honestly loved every scene that they were in together. Um, the, it dev- the, the fact that um, Ezra got to play two different uh, styles of Barry Allen, uh, I thought was really, really cool. And uh, they, they, did, they did a really good job on both. Yeah, they did great. Um, oh, what was I going to say about his per or their performance um yeah like just exactly what you said they did a great job um really liked what they did with uh with barry allen and 
how they could have played this goofy the entire time, but I'm glad that they took a a serious approach to this. Absolutely agree. Like honestly, ever since Batman v Superman, um, like the unpopular opinion here, but Ezra Miller is my favorite. He he is sorry. They apologies. Um, they have done my favorite iteration of the Flash. Uh, I've never seen the CW Flash, so I can't say how I feel about Grant Gustin. But when it comes to uh, like the Flash and like um, DC movies, I honestly love Ezra Miller. I think that they do. When it comes to the character, I think that they do a great job. I'm you know pushing aside what happened in you know, personal life, just looking at the performance. That's all I'm looking at. And with just looking at that, ever since Batman v Superman, I have been on board with how that they portray this character. Um, We definitely only got a glimpse of how they were going to do it. But after that, with, um, you know, both versions of Justice League, I feel, um, even um, his little scene in uh, Peacemaker, I feel was just adding up to what we got in this movie, which was absolutely their best work when it comes to Barry Allen. And I absolutely loved uh, what they were able to character in this one. They absolutely agreed. Um, yeah, getting into like what I'd give the story, like the, for the score and everything, the, the flow was really well done. Nothing was, too out there i mean obviously it's a superhero movie of course like what it, what's going to happen is freaking out there but it wasn't overly so like it was all kind of within the the world that they built and felt really good like all the the different changes that they've made all the um the consequences of of his actions having to deal with two different kinds of of berries like because i was thinking about this a lot like you have on one hand like the berry that we're following who experienced this loss of his mother and had to live his life without his mother and his whole life has kind of been defined by that like he went into forensic um CSI shit to yeah. <laughs> I love that CSI shit. Yeah, he went into CSI oh, stuff to like it it all led him to where he was. And so you understand like you understand when he goes back and is has that run in with himself why the younger version of him isn't like doesn't really care about the stuff that his mom has given him. Doesn't really have like a drive towards a goal or whatever because he never experienced this loss that drove him to that so i mean that's that in itself is is great like just great oh, yeah. storytelling um, the interactions between the not only like the funny interactions between them but like the serious moments like when he's uh, you know, giving him like he freak like freaks out on him in the Batcave, and it's just like, are you really, are you really this annoying always? Like, can you not realize what's at stake here? Freaking, that was so great. 
dude, it was fantastic. Like it was, it was heartbreaking too. Cause it's just like, we know what's at stake, but it's just like, he, he doesn't. Yeah. Like, first off, you're not telling him what it is that you guys are fighting for. All he knows is you're trying to get back to your time or onto your, like, timeline or whatever. But it's just, yeah, it it was sad, like, heartbreaking. Yeah, it really was. Um, trying to think of, like, anything else. Like, I, I thought that they handled, um the Keaton Batman really well. I thought they handled uh Kara really well. Dude, speaking of <laughs> Michael Keaton's Batman. Okay, so I was not expecting like I I knew that it was going to be like oh him, you know, like picking up the cowl again and everything. I was not expecting him to be like the whole like oh hermit kind of person with long hair now and a beard. Um and so when the you know, you all of a sudden see him like attacking both berries. I straight up thought that that was like so. <laughs> I thought that was like a different because the original Alfred from his his Batman. You thought Batman it was Alfred? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Alfred for a minute. <laughs> I did not think it was Bruce Wayne, but then like I'm so oh shit okay that, oh it's supposed to be Bruce my bad. <laughs> I thought Bruce was still in the Batcave. Oh man. That that's freaking hilarious. <laughs> I felt dumb after that. I'm like, God damn it, dude. Okay, this I have to bring this up. So throughout the movie, I'm just like, okay, finally, Ezra Miller is running so much better as the Flash. Like this is great. But then there's one scene, like literally, uh, I'm like, I'm telling my telling myself like, oh yeah, he's finally got the running down. This looks so much better for fastest man alive. Literally, after I say that to myself, he start. There's one scene where Barry starts flailing his 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 freaking hands like he does in the Justice League movies, and I'm just like, God damn it! I need to learn to keep my freaking mouth shut. But is that, that when he didn't one. have powers? No, no, it was it was one part when um, I think it was when he's uh, breaking the Speed Force. Uh, I think so, or like tra- traveling. He's like traveling back in time or something. Um, but yeah, there, there's like one part where he once again goes back to like flailing his arms instead of like you know like moving them back to forth. I'm like, God damn it! You were doing so well. <laughs> like yeah. you finally had the the running stance down. <laughs> and freaking uh, after the movie, uh, Christina was just like, "What the hell was up with that starting pose too for Barry? Like him putting like freaking one foot in the air? Like I, it works for the the type of flash that Ezra Miller has set up." Um, but that was a little barely, funny. barely uh, works, <laughs> dude. I oh man, I was like, great, we got rid of like, obviously, like he eventually started running weird. But I, I thought the same thing too. I'm like, okay, we got rid of the weird running, but now we got the weird ass <laughs> freaking pose pre run, like, <laughs> like we just can't, did- like just snap the ball on time, dude. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you. It it ended up working. Um, did you see the whole reveal of past Flash becoming that jacked up Flash? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When when did you like? When did you see that coming? Because I didn't see it coming for a hot oh. minute. Oh, sorry. I thought like I thought you were asking like, oh, if I'm if I uh. 
if I miss the scene where they expose that. Sorry. No, see, I suck at that kind of shit. I can never like pick it, pick it out. Um, so I didn't, I didn't honestly notice it until it was really literally right in front of my face. And they told me that. Oh, I, you know, when did you, so it it was like right before the reveal. Like when it was seriously. So when they, uh, when they both ended up in the chronosphere and, uh, and Passberry like ran out, and then like he got that thing in his arm, like the Kryptonian blade. Like when oh, he got yeah. that in his arm, and he like came back, and it was like still in his arm. I was like, "That's weird." And then he ran out again, like, and comes back into the sphere, and like he had just more and more like shards of armor in his body, and I was just like, "Hmm, this seems like." <laughs> a dark flash thing. How did I not pick up on? Yeah, it was just like the way that I was like, okay, because I thought the dark flash. I was I, gosh, because I was just kind of um a little fooled by the Flash TV show. Okay. In the Flash TV show, when they kind of touched upon this whole Flashpoint storyline he was constantly being pursued by the dark flash it was just kind of like a ghost looking flash like black suit black logo but he had like a torn up mask it was like a full face mask but it looked like it was kind of scarecrow-esque okay and so he was constantly being pursued by that and it was a speedster entity that was trying to correct the timeline. Okay. And so that's kind of what I thought he was at first. I thought it was a a dark flash trying to correct the timeline. And that's why it's like, hey, stop knock like yeah. knock it off. So I I don't know what I expected with I like I knew what I expected. I thought it was like just some rando dark flash. But I, I didn't think that it was... It didn't even cross my mind that it would be past Barry. So that that was pretty wild. Um, Yeah. Overall, I think this story was like super freaking solid. Um, I'm probably sitting at like an 88 for the story. I'm going to be slightly above, but just by one point. Fair. All right, what'd you think of the writing? Writing was good, too. Um, you know, honestly, um, I told Christina about this. Uh, the scene that we have on the bridge with, um, you know, uh, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Batman, you know, them, you know, saving the day together and everything. I'm just like, you know what? It sucks that after this movie, we're never going to get these three together again in, these kind of, in, in this. And it just it just made me sad. Because I love all three of these these actors playing these characters, and like don't get me wrong, like I'm so excited to see what James Gunn has in store for the DC universe. Oh but yeah, I'm just really, I'm just really. It made me sad that we'll never get to see you know a Justice League Part Two with these actors playing those characters again, stuff like that. Um, I hope but, no, they oh, get a proper send off in Aquaman Two. I hope so too because the Flash, what like don't remember, I love the Flash, really really enjoyed this movie, 
Um, but it definitely was not the right send off for the DCU. wasn't It wasn't the proper send off. Yeah, I'm like I said, fingers crossed that they cover that in, in Aquaman. Agreed. Um, but yeah, like the 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 comedy in this worked really well. Like I I found myself laughing like hard. A, like a no, lot dude, throughout same this. Same here. Like honestly, I thought like at the beginning how you know like he's counting his like calorie intake of like oh hey I, you know my blood sugar is like too low and everything. I thought that was gonna be like stupid. It wouldn't work. No, I was I was very pleasantly surprised of how well that actually worked. Um, and honestly, it might be uh, of I feel Ezra Miller is really good when it comes to that kind of comedy. The frantic like oh you know hey this needs to happen right now like you know like the. What uh? This is what is happening. This is what needs to happen. I need this. He's. They are really good about like sounding frantic and uh, something needs to happen right now. Um. So I feel that that's also a reason why it works so well. Um. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Like the comedy was so so good in this one. Yeah. Um. I think like we covered it before the the um the discussion on like how this form of time travel works, how instead of it being like a tiny little branch off of the main timeline, it's like acts as a fulcrum. And so it's like, not only do you get a different future, you get a different past too. And I thought that was really well done. Um, like it, it explained the, the new, batman like super well like i was like okay like how like how are they going to explain their way out of this and like once they like once he ran through it i was just like great i'm i'm here for it (laughs) yeah makes sense to me all right let's go (laughs) it's like well done (laughs) and just moved on and then like the the spaghetti analogy was was hilarious That Um, that was great oh let's see what else Dude, freaking right after uh, we got out of the movie, uh, my sister asked if I could take her to Walmart because she really wanted spaghetti after that. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. Dude, I love... Apparently it looked that good. Yeah. I... I'll be real, that did look really good. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I agree. Gosh, the fact I, I did putting, like, fresh Parmesan on there. Mm. Yeah, dude, I didn't have too many issues with the the writing. Like, I felt the writing. Like, I'm I'm higher than my story on this on the writing because I I didn't feel they wasted any dialogue. No, I agree. Even like the inclusion of the way they wrote Kara and her inclusion, it didn't feel out of place at all. I mean, you could definitely tell that you know in this universe she's the replacement for Superman, of course. But it honestly. It didn't really even feel like that, and I yeah, love not that. really. Like I, I was a little bit bummed that we didn't get her as long as I may have wanted to. But yeah, I thought she was going to be in a lot longer. It, it worked for me though. It did. Um, like I, it still was like a crazy shock when she when Zod did her in and they yeah, escaped and dude. everything. I was like, oh balls, dude. And dude, when freaking, I, I thought um, that was Batman. it, and then they're like, "We could do it again," and like ran off. I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> dude!" Freaking when Batman straight up tells uh, Barry uh, when he asks, "We so this is our second time saving you. We can't save you again, Cam." He's just like, "Damn, okay." So 
Yep, that's it. All right. That oh, sucks. Perfect freaking send-off for Michael Keaton, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. You can't get better than that, dude. No, like, you, you cannot. cannot. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I'm, I, I'm thinking, too, like, th- in the chronosphere, when they were seeing, like, when Barry's, like, staying in the chronosphere and seeing all this stuff happen to um to the universe or to the, like this timeline and like it's tearing open and he's seeing all these different universes beginning to collide and tear and break and everything i thought that was like expertly done agree oh dude absolutely agree dude like i loved how they like went from shot to shot of like these different very like that using Marvel terminology, these different variants of our favorite heroes. Like you see the freaking fifties or like whatever year that Superman came out. Like you see the black and white Superman and then it pans right over to freaking Christopher Reeves, which was dude. That was awesome. Holy cr- That was a, a freaking emotional gut punch for me. Fair. Um, I didn't grow up with uh, Christopher Reeves' Superman, so I unfortunately don't have as much attachment to him as you, um, but that was still really cool to see. Yeah. Um, let's see. Freaking Adam West's Batman you get to see for, for a minute. Like, I was expecting to like see him a lot more. Adam you West? Only get, like, a quick, yeah, you get just a quick glimpse. But Well, I mean, they couldn't shoot like new footage. <laughs> Well, no, I know that. Well, I mean, they couldn't do that with Christopher Reeves either. Fair. That, that was I, I that think, was CGI too. Well, they. I think. Fair enough. The only one that I know that was actually like real, even though like I, I, you could, if you would have just told me it was CGI, I would have freaking believed you. But that was actually Nicolas Cage that came back. He actually did come back for that. Dude, bullshit! Did he really? Dead serious? Yep. Yeah. No, Nicolas Cage actually came back for that. No way. <laughs> Dead serious. He looked so fake, though. (laughs) He did. That's why I said, like, yeah, if someone told me, yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, no, that was just straight up CGI. There's no way Nick Cage came back. But no, yeah, he actually did come back for that scene. How does that make that scene so much better? (laughs) Because Nick Cage is badass and he'll do anything for the fans and we love him for it. Dude, that I. I cannot express. Like, don't get me wrong. Adam West, Christopher Reeve, uh, emotional gut punch for days. The excitement and joy that I felt seeing Nicolas Cage's Superman. My head was going to explode. Of all the cameos I thought we might have gotten... Never once did did Nicolas Cage cross my mind. And so when you see a freaking long-haired super I thought it was Henry Cavill. I was like, okay, finally, like we like we get to see Henry Cavill, like we get to see like long-haired Superman and then he turns around freaking Nicolas Cage. My my brain could have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my gosh. Um, I may be th- like remembering this wrong. Did they have 
Superman Returns Superman? I would have sworn I saw that suit. I can't remember. Honestly, I'd have to see it again. Yeah. I like I I don't, I know for like if it was like I didn't we didn't see Brandon Routh's face. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I mean we got, I I liked how we got to see um other speedsters too. That was um, cool. So the the guy that was running in one of the chronospheres with um the hat like, did you kind of catch him? Yeah, so um, speaking of that, uh, I guess a lot of people uh, assumed that the guy that play, plays uh, him in the show uh, actually came back to came back to do that, but he actually didn't. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah I, oh, I, sorry, I didn't mean no, to spoil no, no, no. it. I didn't no. mean to take that moment from you. No, you're good, you're good. <laughs> if if he, he could have taken credit for that, and I probably would have believed him. Because it looked so yeah, much honestly. like him. Yeah, it, it really did. Like, that was wild. But I, I was happy that we got to see that different speedster. That was cool. That was definitely really cool. Yeah, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of the flashes, though. That's fair. I can, I can definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah, like, I know that everyone, like, thought it was going to happen. But I think that would have been a really good time to get Grant Gustin's in there. Um... Like it would have been good. I mean, obviously you got that uh, the Jay Garrick one with like the hat. I think it would have been a really good time to get like John Wesley Ships flash in there because I mean he's open to it. He's worn the old suit before. Yeah, like it's perfectly within the realm of possibility. And then like I understand with like the Superman, like you kind of had to do what you had to do. But I I think that. Henry Cavill definitely got gypped out of an appearance here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I know we got we see his like his image but not him. Um but yeah, I mean the dialogue that Barry was having during all of this madness um like it's emotional gut punch too. Like it it was Dude, really emotional. Can we talk about the emotional gut punch that is the final goodbye that he has with his mom? Dude, I actually started. I teared up. I straight up teared up. I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it. Dude, I think what got me was all it, all that it it was all over a freaking can of tomatoes. That's what did it. I think that's what freaking like gut punched me. It's like all this, and it, it it was. Like what got me? Like yeah, when he, it was when he like speed forced off to grab the the tomatoes, and I'm just like, oh, like that's that sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, straight up. Um, but like, seriously, that was so clever of him noticing the security camera and deciding to move the uh, tomatoes to the top shelf. That was really well done. That was yeah. That that was genius. Yeah, I oh. So good, such good writing. Cause I like, I thought I thought it was gonna be like just a straight up like not happy ending, but I'm so yeah, glad that they did that. I Cause I was too. expecting like just a like disappointment. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was gonna be like showing that footage, but like different camera angle, like that they had another camera angle. Yeah, that's fair. So, oh man. Like that—that that was great. 
And it led to a freaking amazing cameo from freaking George Clooney. Yeah, freaking, I hate, dude, that, uh, that cameo got spoiled for me like a week before this movie came out. I had a feeling if they were going to throw in, um, Keaton, that they were going to throw in Clooney. That's fair. Like, there was a a couple Batman I, I had a feeling wouldn't make an appearance, and it was going to be freaking, uh, Val Kilmer. Because of his health issues. Yeah. Um, and I I assumed Christian Bale wasn't going to. I would have loved that, honestly. I would have loved um, it, too. But I think Bale and Pattinson were, are just set too hard in reality. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. that's it. The way that they set up the kind of campy return... Not campy, but it's just the way that they set up these cameos... I can definitely agree that after uh, what they did with um, Keaton, Clooney just made the most sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for super happy with all that. That the the joke was hilarious when he's just like, "Who the yeah. f is this?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then his tooth falls out again. Yep. So love that. So uh, with writing. Uh, I'm probably sitting around like a 92. I'll match you. Alright, I forgot to pull. Yeah, no. Dude, I just gotta say, finding shit for this movie has... Hold on. There we go. Yeah, it's been so hard to find stuff for The Flash, because I'm like, hey, what... Like, what font is The Flash using? And they're like, oh, the show uses this font. And I'm like, I don't need that one. (laughs) It's not what I asked. Yeah, I'm like, it's not the show. Like, damn it. Um, yeah. All right. So let's see. Uh, going through this cast list real quick. Uh, we have Ezra Miller, um, who played Barry Allen slash The Flash. Uh, we have Michael Keaton, who played Bruce Wayne slash Batman. How do you say her last name? Sasha Callie. Okay, so Sasha Callie, and I hope we're saying that right, uh, played Kara Zor-El, also known as Supergirl. And is there anyone else of uh, note? Did you already say Michael Keaton? I did say Michael Keaton. Okay, sorry. I mean, I know he's like very short in it, but I still feel he had a decent amount to do. I would honestly say Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, I mean, we got Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, it's like some of the smaller people, like Michael Shannon's General Zod, uh, Ron Livingston who played Henry Allen, uh, Jeremy Irons who played Alfred, Gal Gadot who was in it for like a couple seconds. Yeah. Uh, Still great to see her back though. Yeah. Um, Jason Momoa was there at the end. Uh, did you stay for that? Yeah, I did. Okay, I was going to say, you kind of had a confused look on your face, and I was like... No, oh. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I think that's everyone. Like, that's the biggest stuff that we would we <clears throat> talk about, so... Yeah. Uh, who's your top three? <laughs> uh, 
see number three. Just how about this? How I about don't... like just to add some spice in here? Okay. <laughs> Let's say oh, young Barry and old Barry are two different people. Okay. Um. Yeah, you're gonna hate me then because young Barry isn't even on in my top three. Oh, all right. <laughs> he wasn't in mine Sorry. either. He wasn't? Okay, cool. I just thought he might be, so I was like, okay, let's see. Nah, he wasn't. Okay, never mind. Um, So, number three, I know he wasn't in it a lot, but just, I love the interactions that him and Barry had, and it was just so great to see him back as the character, and I'm going to miss him so much as the character. Uh, But number three, I got to give to Ben Affleck. He's Batman. He is my favorite Batman of all time. Like, he beats Christian Bale for me. I I just love Ben Affleck as the character, and so that I is feel a that this bold is, take. Oh, I know it is, I know it is, but I'm sticking with it because I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, so I definitely I I'm pretty sure that this is his swan song. This is the last time that he'll play Batman, and so what we got, even though it was very little, was great. And the interactions that he had with Barry and just how, especially the freaking line when he's just like, we're not meant to go back and fix our mistakes. These scars are what define us. Um, we're not supposed to fix them. I'm like, God damn, that is amazing writing. I love it. Freaking um, powerful stuff. Right? So <laughs> freaking good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Ben Affleck, number three. Number two, definitely got to get to Michael Keaton's Batman. Um freaking so great to have him back um and his return made made absolute sense the way that they set it up wasn't confused at all uh killed it once again he was absolutely fantastic and honestly uh i'm gonna say even his uh interactions with barry were fantastic both batman's interactions with barry were absolutely great um especially the emotional scenes that uh michael keaton and uh, Ezra Miller had together um, when they, they were in the Batcave and they were talking about, you know, his powers and why he's uh why he wants to save that specific universe. Freaking loved it. Um, number one, I got to give to Ezra Miller. They were absolutely fantastic in this movie. I love them so much as this character. And once again, they proved why they they proved why um, they were cast in this role. Um, like I said, pushing aside what happened in real life. I'm not looking at that. What they did horrible, not, but I'm just looking at the character and what they did, uh, as that character and what they did was absolutely fantastic. And I love them so much in this performance and yeah, just love them so much as the flesh. So that's my top three. Uh, I'm going to throw, like, my number three, I'm going to give to Sasha Cali, who played Supergirl. My cool. my top two is the same as you. Like, it's Michael Keaton and Ezra. Okay. But I'm giving my number three to Sasha, because I loved her Supergirl. She was, no, don't get me wrong, she was really good. She'd be my number four, so. Yeah, I, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more from her. I hope Agreed. that James Gunn gives her a chance in the future. I thought I saw somewhere that she has like discussed her return her chance with James Gunn. Dude, I hope so. I would love I to too. see her again. Her yeah. Her suit was the 
bomb. Dude, it seriously was. It looked so, so good. Yeah, I freaking loved her suit. Um, Gosh, like, yeah, so good. So freaking good. Um, Like I said, wish we would have gotten more. A little bummed out that we didn't, but what can you do? Yeah, number two is Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne, just because exactly all the reasons you said i thought he was fantastic he slipped into that back into that role like a freaking glove dude straight up it was fantastic he was such a badass like even like through all like the comedic stuff that that he had done it was so well done like i freaking loved it uh and then Ezra Miller did a fantastic job like it, you can't argue that. Like the the they can act. <laughs> yes. They can. <laughs> um so yeah. So what's your uh your acting score going to be? Um honestly like just cuz my top 3 were so good and I don't feel that even like most of the extras didn't even bring it down for me that much. I feel like all of them were actually really good. Um, so I might match my... Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to match... Uh, you know, actually, no. I'm going to go with 93. Wow. Um, yeah, I, was, I was, wasn't I was quite in the 90s with this one. I'm, I'm okay. sitting at like a solid 89. All right. Fair enough. All right, next up we got character development, which this movie excelled at. Seriously. Oh, so good. Yeah, I oof. I I can't think of a single thing wrong with this arc. Like it it was perfect. Like he had this this motivation, he went for it. It 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 was kind of like he was kind of plateaued. Like obviously he had to kind of go down this this trail, but he worked his way up to eventually like accepting uh what has to happen accepting his mother's fate i guess and though it was like super heartbreaking like like he had a great arc in accepting what he knew needed to happen and then even his past self like accepted what needed to happen and it, like that kick in the nuts that he got like seeing what he becomes yeah like was holy crap like it, it was intense but like really well done yeah it was so so good any other things you want to say about that or honestly not really i think you really just nailed it <laughs> it like said, it, such a great character arc like honestly, when it comes to a Flash movie, you couldn't have asked for a better one. Yeah, you honestly couldn't. Um, yeah, this this might be I might be where you're at with your acting score on on this one. Like I'm I'm sitting at 93. I thought the growth that he experienced was super well done. You know, I'm going to. All right, <laughs> Caleb's favorite topic, dude. I have a feeling this is going to be uh, a major difference between the two of us. The so getting into um, the effects, the effects were garbage. I will admit they weren't 
great. Um, but for the most part, I agree with what uh, Andy Muschietti said about the effects, and he said that they were for some scenes they're kind of, they're supposed to look that way because we're that supposed is the to... biggest cop out I have ever heard, dude. <laughs> that is such a load of garbage. Um, I I I could kind of agree with him. Like there are some scenes that you're just like, okay, I can understand why you made it look like that because you want us to kind of see what the Flash sees. The biggest one that I can I feel like a lot of people are like throwing fits about is like the whole like how it looks when they're in um like wow, what is it when they're viewing the like timeline spread out and like they're seeing all the events and the way that the characters look like they're just like oh they look way too animated. I feel that worked. Like I didn't want them to look realistic. It that did work. That I will okay. say that 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 in that particular scene that worked. Okay. The issues that I had, and I understand to a point why they had to do what they did. Um, was with the babies. <laughs> okay, that is okay. I will absolutely admit that. Yeah, that scene. <laughs> that that scene is yeah okay. The, the CGI is not great in in that scene. Um, like you said, understandable why you know they had yeah, to like I get it. Do you're, what they you're, did. You're chucking acid. You're throwing some spiky stuff, and you're threatening to burn a f- child with fire. Like, yeah, I think yeah. we need to see that it's fake. <laughs> Don't forget about the microwave and the microwave. I, I, dude, I laughed my ass off when he opened it up, and it was still like a fake baby. And then he pulls it out, and it's like a hundred percent real. <laughs> like, dude. Uh, oh, there was. I don't know about you, but there were instances with the 2013 Flash or 2013 Barry, and I was like, Ugh, "That's a <laughs> dude." It's switched. Used a little more. Yeah, like I'm just it like, would I should have spent a little more, a uh, little more time on that certain frame. Dude, it. There were times. Like it would switch from scene to freaking scene, yeah. Like where see, it's like it one's like fake, then the great. other one, then the other one, and I'm like, dude, freaking just like there was one scene yeah. where I think F- uh, Flash was talking, and it was just, oh, duh. There was a scene. <laughs> There's a scene where it's straight up on Future Flash, and that was it he it was like still like a behind the head shot of past flash but it was still an animated face yeah I'm like what are you thinking <laughs> i don't know man like it was rough dude and like i said the chronosphere stuff made sense speedster stuff yeah like that's that shit looked good yeah um so we might not be as indifferent with the effect score as you think. I'll say this. Michael Keaton looked amazing. Like, all the stuff that they oh, had yeah. him do. Dude, how do you drop the ball so hard on freaking your main character? Like, how did Supergirl know. look super good? How did freaking Zod and Batman, like, how did they look good, but freaking the Flash looked like shit? Yeah. And so. and they they don't really have the excuse of saying, "Oh, well, you know, he's you know, he's it's it's hard to do effects for someone that's, you know, super fast, you know, all that stuff." I'm like, "Uh, look at, you know, Quicksilver with Marvel. Like, I get that he's not as fast, but I feel you still could have made it look a little better." 
Yeah, you absolutely could have. And them saying like, "Oh, we did it on purpose." Bullshit. Like I accept it was that a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. I'm like, no, Chronosphere. Sure, I'll give you a pass on the Chronosphere. The yeah. freaking dual berries. Like, I don't know about you, but how does if your effects of having the same actor or actress play the same role or two different roles in a movie, if that looks worse than the freaking Lindsay Lohan parent trap, you're doing something wrong with your life. Dude, straight up. Yeah, if you would have told me that Lindsay Lohan had a twin after that movie, I would have totally believed you. I thought she did. There, for yeah, years. There, there is not one frame in that movie that I believed that that was a stand-in or a fake Lindsay Lohan. I mean, it would have definitely been a stand-in because CGI was not good at that point to pull that shit off. Um, but yeah, no. I would have been like, no, no way. Lindsay Lohan has a twin. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, I feel like that's Filmmaker 101. Like, how yeah. do you, it's like if it's not freaking how to make a lightsaber, it's how to freaking twit like clone yourself. Yeah. And ding ding ding, Andy, that's not how you do it. <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit. Oh man. Um <laughs> How low you going? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go an eighty. You are out of your mind if you <laughs> okay, think this but, movie deserves an eighty. But okay, <laughs> I'm gonna hear your effects be score because I actually have one category that we've already graded that I do want to change. But I'll wait till after you read your effects, dude. I'm giving this a freaking sixty-seven. Damn! Oh shit! It so. It was the reason I'm giving it that low is because it was distractingly bad. Maybe you have a point there. You're damn right. I have a point, Mister Eighty. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, I'm gonna go down to a seventy-six. <laughs> That's still too high, <laughs> and that pisses me off that it's like still seventy-one point five. No, I'm sticking with a seventy-six. Yeah. Um. But I do have, I am changing acting though, because I think I am actually too high. I'm going to change that to a 90. So. Okay. So you, right. okay, so <laughs> is, is that better? Is the 76 better? Wait, is it the same, is this, how's it still 71.5? What'd you give it before? You gave it an 80? It was oh, 73. Yeah. I was going to say, like, it didn't go down at all, <laughs> but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock it down to 75. <laughs> well, you didn't like the 71.5? No, no, I'm sticking with 75. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not changing it. All right. Um, <laughs> I won't argue. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think a 71 wouldn't. is too high. Um, all right. Next oh, up, we got shoot. music. The soundtrack for this wasn't half bad, but it wasn't like wasn't. anything grand. You know, I want one freaking uh, speedster movie to just start playing supersonic racing. Like, is that too much to ask? Supersonic I... racing? <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Is that too much to ask for? 
apparently it is. Yeah. Um, honestly, this is like one of the times where I really appreciate that we do uh, a one out of ten for music. Fair. Because <laughs> um, music was average. Like, as average yeah. as average can get for me. I agree. Like, no, I agree. Because, like, even, like, some of, like, the pop, not pop music, but, like, some of the um, music that they decided to insert, like, none of it, like, I don't know, none of it really stuck with me. It was not like, oh, shit, you know, I want to add that to my Spotify because I don't have it yet. Um, Dude, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's theme made me want to freaking add that to Spotify. Same thing with Man of Steel. I think Batman even has a pretty killer score, but The Flash, they dropped the ball. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I know that they have some other, like, songs and stuff that play through, but I was, I was as, as at average as you can get. No, I agree. I'll say, I'll, I'm maybe sitting at a six if I'm being real nice. But I might, I might be at a five. So I'll go whichever way you're, you're leaning. I think I'm going to go a six. All right, I can go up to a six. All right, next up we got costumes. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the new, um, the new costume in the trailers, I'm just like, ah, I liked the old one so much better, so much better um, from the, like the Justice League movies. But honestly, seeing it actually in the film, it grew on me very fast. I, w- I was sold very, very fast with how uh, the costume looked. I I loved it honestly. I did too. I I ha- I loved the suit. It it grew on me amazingly quick. Um, um, if I had one suit that I didn't really love, like I get you know like thrown together and everything, but just it looked really weird to me. Was a uh, twenty thirteen uh Barry. His uh, repaint of the freaking like Batman costume, and I don't know. Like I get like they needed another Flash costume, and so that was all that they could think of. It would the only one that would work um, to have you know two Flashes, but just I don't know. It it didn't fully work for me. You know what I wish they would have done? I wish they would have gone the route of him taking a Robin suit. Bro, that would have been badass. Right, I would then you kind of get that, that little nod towards Robin and like in the DC universe because I mean we, dude, w- w- okay, other than Titans, we've never seen a freaking live action Robin, uh, like other uh, th- I, I, I know Chris O'Donnell, don't like don't like, freaking uh, get your panties in a bunch. I'm yeah, talking like, since don't, him. Don't forget the goat. Don't forget the goat. if you th- dude if you think he's the goat we have issues <laughs> he's not he's not um yeah he I think like a uh, a Robin suit would have really just kind of thrown this movie over the top for at That's least in fair. terms of the suit because I mean the suit like you would have ex- had it, an explanation why he's wearing a freaking not bat suit. You could have gone with the Chris O'Donnell outfit too. Like, wait, yeah. was, did Keaton have Chris O'Donnell, or was that only George? No, that was only well, that that was Kilmer and George. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, so I don't know. Maybe like maybe you could have gone with like a, but, a no, different. I definitely suit. agree with you. 
I don't know. I would have loved if they would have if uh, Barry would have worn the uh, flat the wow the Robin suit from Batman Forever, not the one from Batman and Robin, just because that one's like freaking. It's supposed to match with Batman and Batgirl, um, but like in Batman Forever, it's actually like you know like the classic black, gold, red, and green, um, and I freaking love how the suit looks in that. So that would have been really freaking cool, but. It kind of would have been like, well, how the hell did that happen when it was a completely different actor playing Batman at that point? So I thought it was a completely different Batcave, and yeah, d- it definitely would have been out there. It it would have been. I. It's hard because it's like, what what other options would you have had? Because it's just Fair. like, oh, Batman just happens to have a speedster suit ready, or just some crap like that. Like I think maybe he could have. You could have gotten away with like a plain suit like maybe maybe with the bat logo like i think that would have been fine it i think what ruined it was the cowl yeah i i can definitely agree with that like i think the way that he had his neck i think that if he would have you i think he should have used his speed to like like mold a, a cowl like a proper cowl yeah like, cause I'm like, would have made sense. Yeah. Speed force, just like a smooth surface around, like you could have just gone like around the head and I would have been like, okay, <laughs> you speedster. I don't know how that shit works. Yeah. Makes and then, sense like, to me. Yeah. And then if like you wanted to keep the, like the full like cowl, like just for that funny gag when he like looks over at, <laughs> at uh, <laughs> older Barry in the suit like if you wanted that gag like that would have been fine and then like obviously rip it off like I think that would have worked but what they did didn't do it for me agreed not I'd absolutely agree um but that's like not I mean that definitely brings my score down a bit um but I mean not enough to freaking affect them like super greatly because i thought Supergirl's suit was awesome seriously so good dude when i saw the bus behind the scenes pictures of her like way back when i was a little hesitant i was just like yeah. i don't know how this is gonna look it it worked so oh, well. yeah A- absolutely agree and michael keaton's batman suit looked fantastic <laughs> oh, dude Effortlessly freaking awesome. Yep. Yeah, so... No complaints there whatsoever. Um, Yeah. So, where are you <laughs> sitting with the, uh, the costumes? Just because the 2013's costume knocks me down a little bit. Like, I, if it weren't for just how bad I didn't like that, I'd be at a 9. But because of that, I'm at an 8. I'll give you the oh, eight. I I probably right. would have been up at a ten had it not been for that suit, because I okay. really liked all of the other suits that they they gave us. Yeah, yeah I agreed. So yeah, I I can definitely give you an eight, because I think I might have been sitting like with the the flash one. I I wouldn't have been sitting at a nine. I would have probably been at an eight and a half. Okay, that's fair. So rounding down, I'm 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 happy rounding down. All right, last up, we got our own personal score. You want to take this one first? I would love to. Um, so overall, for how much this movie was pushed back, I truly feel is worth the wait. Um, I 
I expected to really enjoy this movie, and I did just that. Um, I had such, such a great time uh, with this Flash movie. Ezra Miller, once again, kills it as Barry Allen. He is given so, sorry, they are given so much depth as the character in this movie, and just absolutely love their performance. Michael Keaton's return is absolutely fantastic. Just everyone in this movie absolutely delivers, and... Just, I had such a good time. I have very little problems with this movie. And I'm happy to say that even though the DCU is coming to a close and a new beginning is about to start, I am very happy that we got, that we actually got a Flash movie and that I am very, very happy with the Flash movie that we got. So I am going to give the Flash, I'm going to give it an 89. That is completely fair. Um, I'm in total agreement with you. I am kind of sad to see the DCEU go, especially I, like if it has to go, at least it's going out on a high note uh, with this film. I mean, obviously we have to wait and see how Aquaman 2 does. Um, I have high hopes true. for that because I actually I rewatched Aquaman not too long ago and I actually really dug it um, on the second go around. So I'm I have high hopes for Aquaman two, but with this movie it it gave me everything I wanted and a little bit more. Um, gave me things I didn't know I wanted. Freaking Nick Cage Superman for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I had a great time with this movie. Um, it was everything I wanted out of it. I. Lots of laughs, freaking t- turned it on an emotional head. Uh, not much can, can say. Like, the only thing that brought this down for me, like, truly was the effects. And it was just because I, f- I found them distracting. Um, so I'm actually going to be probably around an 88. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since we've both been that close to each other. That's awesome. Yeah, just about. At least this close. Sweet. Yeah, that's that's actually really cool. I like that. Yeah. All right, so going through these scores real quick, starting off with story, uh, we ended up giving this in 88.5. The writing went up significantly to a 92. Acting came down just a hair, um, and it's sitting at an 89.5. Character development averaged out to a 93, because it was a super high point of this movie. Um, the effects, there was big disagreements there, uh, sitting at a 71. Music was average, but okay. Uh, ended up being at a 6. Costumes, and it was just because of the one really not good costume uh ended up at an eight and then our personal scores averaged out to an 88.5 which brings our final all bros letter grade for the flash to a a b okay hat b for barry (laughs) b for barry (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's actually joke, a really sturdy B. It, like, it's closer yes. to a B-plus than it is a, a B-minus. Hell yeah, I love hearing that. 
Yeah, so our cutoff is for B movies is uh or for B plus movies is an eighty six. This ended up getting an eighty five point three one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it got really good. Good scores there. Um, so let's see where this compares to other movies. Alright. So Compared to other movies of the same grade, um, like I said, this is a B movie, so we put this below the unbearable weight of massive talent. Okay. Uh, we put this below Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Really? Okay, wow. Yeah, it ended up below Cruella. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a... It, it's it's hard because we like you kind of like you <laughs> you know the effects is what killed it like had the effects been oh, yeah. a little bit better done like I think this would have been way higher yeah agreed. um let's see it's it's below Candyman from 2021 uh it is below Onward and it is below wow. Halloween Kills wow yeah going the opposite direction. It is above holes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's great. Damn. It is above the Lion King, the remake, which is at an eighty-five point one. All right. I'll it is that. above the Little Mermaid, which is at an eighty-four point wow. nine. Uh, it's above Megan, which is at an eighty-four point eight one. Uh, and then it is above the Matrix Resurrections, which is at an eighty-four point seven. Okay, not a bad placement. Not a bad placement at all. So to get a full percentage away from the Flash, you're looking at Age of Ultron. Wow, damn. Yeah, like that. That's that's good. That's really yeah, freaking good. Really good. That's awesome. So yeah, that's uh that's where we're where we're sitting. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah. So wrapping this up. Um. If you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we are basically everywhere. Um. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we're on Twitch now. Hey. Yeah, when, when we live stream these episodes, whenever we get to recording, these next couple of weeks are going to be a little off the the chain. Um, But we'll get back to a regular recording schedule. I mean, the episodes will still come out on time. It's just our recording for them will be a little wonky. Um, So, yeah. Uh, you can also... Follow or like I said, follow and subscribe to us on all social medias. We're on all, or we're at the All Bros on every single one of them. Which I'm actually been surprised that we've been able to claim that that uh, username on every that's single fair. platform. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I feel it's such a rarity. So yeah, I know. Definitely blessed um, for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah. Um, you can also uh, check out our website where you can find links to everything that we do. 
uh, facebook.com forward slash the Albros. And yeah. So next week, you guys can look forward to us breaking down uh, Elemental, the newest Pix- or Disney Pixar film. I'm just glad you didn't say just Disney. Eh. <laughs> I am. I've seen it already. Loved it. So if that's going to be any indication of what next week is going to look like, so wouldn't it be so funny if Rose hated it? That would just be so funny. That would like, not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, thank shit. you to everyone that listens to the show. Everyone that's listened on or that's answered our question of the week on TikTok. We really appreciate everything that you guys do for us and help us out. Um, so with that, this has been the all bros podcast. I'm Caleb and I'm Jonathan and we will catch you guys next week. Deuces. Sure. God, that mm, I tried, I tried, I tried to do that, you know, like, yeah, Kyle Weezer voice, but it didn't really come out. So we're just going to go with so long. There we go. That's a lot better. Dude, there's uh, there's someone you sound like, and it's not Carl Weezer. <laughs> oh, it's not? Oh. I forgot. Ah, it's, it'll come to me eventually. <laughs>